Hello there and welcome to the Pint-Sized Healing Podcast. My name is Max Thompson, let's get started. I was reading an interview with Dutch actress Romana Vrede and in it she says at some point <laughs> feeling your pain takes less energy than pushing it away and um, it really made me think about some things because I think we often are tempted to just push stuff away because it's inconvenient to feel it right now and um, and listen I do that sometimes and sometimes that's totally legit like you know when we're in the middle of a supermarket um, the fact that we just kind of push everything down as, as best we can is great because you know that's maybe not the place where we want to have an emotional breakdown but if we keep doing it then you know I always say you push that down it's going to bounce back up and it's going to bite you in the bum. We can't, because it's, we simply cannot, we cannot push everything down forever. It is going to find ways to get out of our system. And if we don't deal with our pain and our feelings in a healthy way, then we will express it in an unhealthy way, but express it we shall, express it we must. And I think this is the very essence of where abuse comes in, because I think in a, in a lot of cases, the reason why abusers are abusive is because they are venting their own trauma in an unhealthy way. But the interview goes on to say that she still struggles with that level of vulnerability right of really expressing where she's at where she's at with some some of her feelings and I think that is again so familiar because it is hard to to just step up and step out and say do you know what I'm this is hard for me I'm you know I'm struggling with this part of my life or I you know this this experience still hurts me. And um, and even when rationally we know that, you know, an experience is, was maybe for the best. Um, I had that discussion recently because um, in my family, at one point my father showed up at my sister's house begging her, please not to break contact with the family because... He'd always had that fear that one of us would do that and please, please, please don't do it. However, a few years later when I actually expressed to him twice that that was, that was something that I was considering because of the state of our relationship, he never spoke a word. He didn't change his behavior. He didn't ask me to stay. He didn't do anything. And although I understand that this and they actually enabled me to leave the abusive situation and it would have probably been a lot more horrible had I had he begged me to stay, I would have stayed. And so the pain would have just went on, right? Because it wouldn't have actually changed anything. But at the same time, there's that little voice inside your heart that says, why, why did my daddy not 
want me to stay? Why did he not beg me to stay? And so rationally, I know that that would have just led to more pain, but there's still that nag in the pit of your stomach, right? And so, you know, these kind of sharing those kind of feelings and those kind of stories, it, you know, there's a level of vulnerability. And the reason why I can share it today is because I've shared it before. Um, I've shared it with my coach. I've shared it with my partner. I've shared it with my best friend. And so this is what I suggest you do when you start talking about these things. Find the right audiences, right? Talk to a, a counselor or a therapist. Talk to your friends. Talk to your, you know, a partner or talk to your fellow survivors or, you know, but find people that you can talk to that you feel comfortable with to have that level of vulnerability. Because I think what we often do is just kind of get to this point where, Oh, we're, we're good enough now, right? I wrote about that in terms of kind of physical ailments as well. Like, um, you know, when we have the flu, we go back as soon as the fever breaks, right? Rather than maybe staying off work for an extra two days so that we're properly healed from the flu, we just, we have to go back as quickly as possible. And I think, you know, that we do that in our lives. We're like, we, there's no space for us just general right it's not something that we're maybe causing ourselves but it's something definitely that is a that seems to be on trend in our society is you know get from hurt to well enough as quickly as you can and there's no space to take the time to actually get well to actually you know grieve through a process or uh, or deal with some of the trickier things. Now, I understand that, you know, yeah, but Mags, I know that I need to feel this this stuff, but, you know, the kids need to go to, to school and the dog needs to be walked and the bills need to be paid. And I understand all that stuff because guess what? My bills need to get paid as well. My cat needs to get some cuddles and some food from time to time. My partner wants to have a word. Work needs to get done, right? The, Everybody has those demands on their lives. But I still think that if we prioritize the practicality of our lives 100% of the time, then we're going to get into trouble. So we need to find ways within our day-to-day -day life where we can have that stillness, where we can reflect on our emotions, where we can feel our feelings, where we can talk them through with someone we trust where we can show that vulnerability because I do think that pushing stuff down it, at the end of the day is going to cost you more energy more time and a lot more grief in the long run pushing feelings down and just pretending that you're doing okay can only get you so far so I hope that is some food for thought and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.